0: Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. Today, when I am recording this, it is Sunday, aka the day of the New York City Parade Parade, and I just wanted to once again say Happy Parade, everybody! I can't believe it's already the end of the month, basically. That is insane. And. This isn't a life update, this is just a fun little uh, piece of, you know, resourceful, not resourceful, piece of useful information I found on either Instagram or TikTok recently, can't remember, but there was a girl in the video uh, talking about the fact that there are Broadway archives at the New York City Library, and I shared it on the Booked and Blessed Instagram story, but I just thought it was really cool and definitely worth telling everybody about because I really want to go there now and check it out and we love lo- we love libraries we love information for free <laughs> socialism and that just it seemed really cool it was like this room apparently you couldn't record in there etc cetera, etc cetera, but what better place for a Broadway archive than New York City. I'm sure it is insane. So if I do decide to pay it a visit, of course, I will let you all know the scoop. And unfortunately, I did not see a show this week. Womp womp womp. But hopefully soon, and it is the last week for Fat Ham. I'm trying to see that show this week. I'm going to be entering, you know, the digital lotteries on today, ticks or whatever it's called. And yeah, I recommend. I heard nothing but great things about it. So if you want to see it before it closes, also feel free to get some tickets this week. And since I am currently in the process of song scoring and preparing an audition piece, as I mentioned last week, I thought I would share with you all the method from the book the singer acts, the actor sings, and that is going to be the main and beside us of this week's episode. So let's dig in, shall we? I have one passage highlighted in the very beginning of the book that says, after all, singing is what we do when speech is no longer adequate to express what we want to say. It's a heightened way of telling a story. And that is something that my voice coach has said to me before, and I think that's just an important important reminder as to why we tell a story through song and why we song score in the first place because you should be acting first and foremost and as a singer girly i know it can be tough and a little daunting sometimes so to offset that the first step is choosing a song it sounds easy enough right Ah, wrong just kidding but try to choose a song where the character feels or wants something very strongly. Then find a notebook and write down the lyrics of your song and leave enough space to write between each sentence in the lyrics. The author of the book I'm using for this method, the singer acts, the actor sings, says he doesn't use punctuation when writing the lyrics with the exception of question marks because they, quote unquote, put the onus back on the scene partner which implies you actively listen for their response the punctuation is giving you clues as to how the character will or would act in that situation step two make a list of 10 verbs that seem appropriate to the action of your song then turn those verbs into playable actions for example turn enlighten into show them the light phrases that will spring you into action and i know the author says something about the more colloquial you can make the phrase and the more you relate to the phrase the easier it'll be for you to play it so it can be like you know butter her up or whatever um which then brings me to the next point look at your song and decide who your audience is the audience one person, a group of people, or yourself, then make a decision about what you need from your audience and choose something active. Once you've decided how you're going to get that, whatever you're looking for, whatever you need from your audience, from whomever you're playing to, transform that into an idiomatic expression. Make a list of at least three actions you respond to intrinsically and try them out to find which one feels the best and easiest to commit to. Step three, find the obstacles. Using your favorite action from the list of three actions that we just talked about, find an obstacle that is equally strong, where it is the most extreme push pull scenario, and then find at least five of those obstacles and write them down. The author also says that it should literally feel like you are pushing against something, and if it's not a strong enough obstacle, it won't work and it won't be playable. Step four, find the beats. In your notebook, divide the lyrics of your song into four sections, each of which follow a beat. The author says that his first is usually at the top of the song before the music starts and he imagines or either what the character does say in the show or imagines the character is saying something that then makes you burst into song and respond. Give each beat a name by determining or deciding what your scene partner says or does right beforehand. Figure out how each beat changes, removes or adds an obstacle to your action. And beats can also be internal or external. So you can either be responding to something that your scene partner or imaginary scene partner does or realizations within yourself. Step five, using tactics. Make a list of seven to ten tactics or a list of strong verbs, such as to convince, to challenge, what have you. And make sure the list has as much variety as possible, because each tactic is how you adjust your strategy to overcome the obstacle changes within each beat. It's kind of like layering one on top of the other Do you see what's happening here. Then you're going to make a map of your beat. Containing the beat's obstacles and tactics you will use to overcome them. Writing down the appropriate verb at each beat change. I just said the word beat a lot of times. It's becoming that thing where you say a word so much that it doesn't sound real anymore. So I hope you're still following along, getting what I'm putting down. Then make another song map with a different set of tactics and find which works best and experiment until you find the best method for telling the story. And that can depend how you feel is the most authentic and real way to tell the story, because as we know, everyone's interpretation is going to be different. And different isn't bad. It's just art. So (laughs) it's very um, subjective and we love that about art. That's why we do it. Step six. Recognize the given circumstances. You're going to make a list of explicit, which means where the scene takes place, indoors or outdoors, the time of day it is, the historical period, and the age, education level, profession of, etc. of the character singing the song. And implicit, which means up for interpretation, as these are not outright stated, circumstances within your song. You're going to write 10 explicit and 10 implicit write down what exploring these facts can do to influence your motivations to play the song and if they make your character choices clearer and just so everybody knows i was telling my voice coach about this method because i was trying it out on my song and he said something along the lines of he does not like the word obstacles because i don't i don't remember what his exact wording was but he likes more so your motivations like what is motivating you what are your objectives is the word that he prefers to use so you can think of it that way as well and a noteworthy quote from this section of the book in the recognize the given circumstances portion is we strive for variety from moment to moment so the audience doesn't simply see one tone or color in the character. This will lead them to tune out the performance because it's basically one note. We always want to surprise the audience with our choices provided they serve the story and character. And I talk about this all the time, you know, riffs in songs need to be earned, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're singing a sad song, it's not interesting for you to play it as though you're sad and we know this because in real life what do people do when they start crying they try to choke back the tears they don't want to cry in front of other people and they go I I don't know why I'm crying like people don't love being uh, most people I guess don't love being vulnerable so if you're just going to be on stage singing a sad song and crying like where can you go from there and that's also not realistic. You want to play these characters as three-dimensional people because they are. If it's one note, you're just playing, you're doing a disservice to the character and the story. Think about your own life. Uh, I think they actually mentioned this in the book as well. When you're doing something, there are so many intricacies and details about how you're doing what you're doing why you're doing what you're doing when you're making coffee how do you like your coffee are you using a specific type of coffee maker um what type of coffee are you using why do you need the coffee did you have a late night last night so really digging into the character work you can go so far you can go as far as you want honestly which is um the daunting thing about acting, but also one of the coolest things about acting, if you ask me. I would also just like to thank Glenn Seven Allen for his book and this wealth of information. Of course, I will put a link to it in the show notes so you can glean all of the knowledge from each section if you feel so inclined to buy it, because I'm definitely paraphrasing everything on this episode, so just to (laughs) compact it all for you guys. I won't lie to y'all, I have the attention span of a goldfish the last few days, and there are like 10 more steps and exercises in the section titled The Singer Acts, which is what all of these are from. The second section is called The Actor Sings, which only makes sense, right? So, if you would like the next episode to be a part two, please let me know. As always, if this podcast has brought Any value to your life, I would absolutely love if you could throw me a little five star rating, a review, and even, you know, maybe a subscribe or a follow if you want to be notified whenever a new episode drops every Monday. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or burning inquiries, feel free to slide in my DMs either on the Booked and Blessed Instagram at Booked and Blessed Pod, or on my personal Instagram at Carissa Hope. That is K A R I S A H O P E. And also feel free to follow away if you uh, if you want to. On that note happy pride, everybody. I hope you have a cute and quirky little Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.